0: Hi guys. So today I'm going to be talking about the necessity um, to live in a consecrated life as a Christian, right? Um, So one of the things that I really found very, very beneficial to me in my walk with God, my journey with God, um, my spiritual growth, my spiritual maturity, um, it has all come from, I just want to say this first and foremost, it's all come from the inner working of the Holy Spirit. And one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is self-control. And I like to tie in consecration and self-control together because I believe that it takes self-control, which is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, to actually live a consecrated life because when we think of consecration, all consecration is is a disciplined life. It's it's you being set apart, made holy, right? It's it's sanctification and we know that we cannot have sanctification outside of the holy spirit. So, I'm just going to go down like I'm going to give a few uh key points to consecration, right? And what it what is done for me and what I have cut out of my life so that I can live a more intimate. And I I won't say a more intimate, but to live life tuned in to the holy spirit. Tuned in to God, you know, intimate with him in consecration, intimate with him through consecration. Um, I don't like to think of consecration as you're following a whole book of rules. My walk actually has not been me following the law of Moses or anything like that. I've really seen the Holy Spirit do the inner work in my life. I've really seen the Holy Spirit transform my inner woman. Um, I know it did not come for me. Following a whole book of do's and don'ts, it came from literally the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, my faith in Jesus to transform my life. And even when I found myself falling into religious duty, falling into religious rituals and obligation, it was like the Holy Spirit, um, I believe on purpose, would tell me to keep going in times where I felt like I was messing up and I felt like I didn't I didn't have it all together. I felt like, you know, a failure. I felt like I had failed him or I felt like I made a mistake that was too big for him to clean up. I believe on purpose God would tell me keep going because had I not kept going and had I not made those mistakes on my journey with God and blown it, right, blown it, I wouldn't have gotten to see the transformation, the transforming power of the Holy Spirit like I have now, because there was nothing that I could say, "Oh, well, I did that," you know, or I I'm in right standing with God because I did all I did this and I did that and I I I didn't do this and I didn't do that and I didn't touch this and I didn't touch that and that's why that's why I I don't fornicate, I don't do this, I don't do that. Those things are good, right? Those things are great. However, I can stand before you guys and say, I was transformed not because I did anything, but because God is good and because the Holy Spirit literally, literally, literally did the work. All I did was say yes. And he just transformed me and he told me to keep going and he told me, you know, he still loved me even when I was still still making mistakes, still didn't do everything right. He still loved me, right? He still transformed me. He gave me the grace. He empowered me. And he equipped me and he transformed that inner woman. And now I'm like, I just was like, wow, you know, look what you've done, Lord. Look what you created. Look who you made me to be, you know, more stable than I've ever been in my mind. Um, I have clarity. I've never been more stable, I'm, I, I'm able to have, I have the mind of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause we have Christians that are saved that still don't have the mind of Christ. I have peace in my mind. I, I'm able to differentiate and distinguish God's voice and the enemy's voice. I don't listen to the devil talk. I don't want to hear him speak. I think those are things that I value. I value so much because in sin and in the in the dark place, um, and in the world, those thoughts, which is AKA the enemy, the enemy's thoughts, and him speaking to you, you don't even know the difference when you're when you're in the world, right? You don't know the difference between God's voice and the in the devil's voice, unless the Holy Spirit gives you the discernment to make that distinguishment. Because I know that there's some people that have tried to commit suicide in the world, and they'll say, "I heard a voice tell me, don't do it." That was the Holy Spirit. You were able to distinguish at that moment. Hey, maybe there is someone out here that loves me that does that does care about my life. Right. So sometimes when you're when you're in the world, you don't know the difference. Right. Between God's voice and the Holy Spirit's voice, unless the Holy Spirit himself is able to give you that discernment to discern what who who's speaking to you at that time. And so I'm just grateful that I'm able to know who's talking to me. But now back back at the uh, and, and 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 not give the enemy an opportunity to speak to me, you know. So I, I thank God for that, and I'm not saying that I that is you know I'm perfect. I'm just saying that I'm able. God has grown me, Amen. He's able. I'm able to get things done quickly, quickly. Okay, I'm able to get things be get things settled before Him quickly. He's able to you know we we something happens, we we get it done quickly. We deal with it quickly. We. You know, we just we work together. I work with God. Um, he works in me, but I work with him as well. You know, I cooperate. So and that's something that I encourage you guys to do. Uh, I guess we'll start here. Number one, consecration takes cooperation. You have to cooperate with God. You, you can't live a life consecrated to him and not be cooperative and be working against him. You have to say, God, you are for me. I want to be for you. We have to be for God, be for him, be for him. What does that mean? Be on his side. Don't be against him. And then um, one of the things that has really helped me was cutting out social media, cutting out social media. Okay. That was a big thing because on social, social media is a huge distraction for a lot of people and social media puts the demands of the culture on people. And I believe, especially Christians, because we are so, you know, when you come to a place of just, you know, intimacy with God, where you're fasting and you're praying, you really, really don't need to be on social media Well, you say, well, I have a ministry on social media or, well, I have a social media is got where God is using me. Okay. But you make sure you take that time away from those things to get consecrated to sit, to get before God, make sure you're not, you know, allowing the platform that God has given you to preach the gospel and to minister to souls, to become a distraction, how you're on there browsing, how you're on there doing things outside of what God has put you on that platform to do. You're allowing now what God has given you to, to, to his glory To now reign and rule over you, to become an idol, to dictate and control how you feel about yourself. Now you're on there posting pictures of yourself. Now it's about vanity and self-glory. Now it's about, you know what I'm saying? Now it's just about everything other than God. And so you want to make sure that the platform that God has given you is is to his glory. That there's no self-promotion in it. And I I, I I found it very helpful for me, and I'm not saying everybody just destroy your social medias, get off of them, but there make sure that if you are on there, you are being spiritually productive at the same time because we can, and and I'll give a, a example of this because I was watching a TV show, and God has gotten on me recently last year about TV shows that I would like to watch. I would like to watch basketball wise. I would like to watch the Real Housewives of Atlanta and all that stuff, right? But the Holy Spirit really, I one day I was watching and I really, it wasn't even conviction. It was, I felt vexed in my spirit by all of the arguing and fighting that was happening. It was just, I used to watch it with no problem. No problem. Take sides and everything. Don't even know these people. Just take sides and everything, right? One day I was watching and I literally felt vexed, okay? And not only did I feel vexed, but I watched it and the spirit was able to enter into my home from the show because... I, I, as I was watching it, I felt vexed. I didn't turn it off. I didn't say, God, is this you? I knew it was God, you know, but I, I didn't really go deeper into it and say, God, you know, is this something I should continue to watch? But God has to show me, you know, the, there's a divisive spirit behind those shows, the arguing, the fighting and all of that stuff. And you don't want to open the doorway to your life, into your home by something that you, because of something that you're watching that is not appropriate. Okay, as Christians, we must understand what is appropriate for us and what is not appropriate. I'm not saying you can't watch anything, but we have to run everything by the Lord. And as you grow in him, as you mature in him, your desires and your appetite will change to where you don't even want to do those things. You don't want to do anything that would offend the Lord because that is what a bond is. That is what a loving relationship and commitment is. When you're in relationship with people and you're committed to them, you don't want to offend them. You don't want to do anything that's going to hurt them. You have their best interest and that's what we have to be like with God. It's not that we walk on eggshells, but it's just that I love this person so much. I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to offend them. Right? So if something that I'm watching is offensive to God and also destructive to my soul, to my irrigate, to my eye gate, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to listen to it. And so um, I was watching a TV show and it wasn't the one that God told me not to watch no more. <laughs> I-, I was watching a TV show. And I was just, I was, it was, it wasn't even the whole show. It was just, I was watching little skits of it on YouTube and I found myself binge watching it and I heard the, I felt convicted and I heard the Holy Spirit say enough now. And so it wasn't, I'm like, God, I can't watch this, but it wasn't that I couldn't watch it. It was just, I watched too much of it. It was like, he was showing me, it's not that you, what you're watching is wrong or it's, it's, it's a, it's a threat to you spiritually. It's just. you watched watched it for too long. And when you watched it for too long, now you're spiritually not, not, you're not spiritually productive. All of the time that you spent watching that show, you could have been doing something spiritually productive. And I'm not saying God is is the enemy of your fun or your leisure time, but I myself, I really do enjoy spending time with God. I do, I really love it. And I, I literally look for opportunities to do it. I literally look for opportunities to spend time with God. And so, if that means I have to get away for a few days, to in 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 the Holy Spirit will let me know. He'll like I, let's go on a retreat, and I don't go nowhere physically, but in the spirit, he will like let's go on a retreat. Let take take some time, rejuvenate. Let let let's talk. Let's let's fellowship. Let's commune. Let me let me rejuvenate you, and he'll call it Holy Spirit retreat. So it's just a thing me and the Holy Spirit have. Okay, we go on a Holy Spirit retreat every now and then. You know, and it's just his way of caring for me. It's just his way of caring about me. And, and and it's not just me. We all can have access to the Holy Spirit in that way where he'll say, come away with me. You know, let me let me pour out. Let me pour out into you. Let me get let me strengthen you. Let me just build you up. Relax in me. You know, we need that. And so um, I. It wasn't that sometimes it's not that we're doing something that is offensive to God. It's just how much time we give to what we're doing that is spiritually unproductive that can sometimes be offensive to God. So it's not that what you're watching is offensive. It's just how much time are you putting into it versus the time that you could be spending with God or that you're putting into God or that you're spending with him. And so that was something that was just like, wow, okay, you know, it's not that the show that you're watching is wrong. It's just I can't I don't want you to um, spend so much time watching this to where time goes. The whole day is gone. And now you've lost moments with me. And don't get me wrong. God knows we have jobs. God knows we have other obligations and commitments. But God also wants to be God of our time. OK, he, he shares. He knows we have other things we have to do, but don't let anything that you have to do have lordship over you. That is what we have to learn how to do. We have to learn to prioritize God. Amen. So. um, That was the first thing, cooperate with the cooperate with him. In the period of consecration. And then the other thing would be. The other thing would be to. um, To maybe cut out social media. Cut out the things that would tie you to the world or that would put you in, um, an atmosphere where you're able to be, get updates on the world. Because as Christians, I mean, honestly, I believe, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with watching the news or wrong, anything wrong with knowing what's going on and keeping, you know, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but I believe that, you know, God will keep us updated on everything that we need to know. And, and we can, you know, pray accordingly. Right. Um, And of course, God will allow you to run across things on purpose so that you can intercede, so that you can pray. Um, However, I am saying be mindful of how much time you spend and how much time you give to these different devices, okay? Because social media has become like a drug to our society, to our children, to our generation or the generations that are coming up. It's become like a drug. It's become addictive. It's become a place where people are using it and utilizing it for something um, very, very, very destructive, right? And so um, I cut out social media. I cut out certain things that I watch on on television. Um, music, we just, I mean, music, I just feel like if it's not Christian music and even some Christian music, it's not biblical. So we just, we just try the spirit by the spirit on everything, amen? And as God in this day, in this time, we really need discernment. We really need ho- We really need to be connected to Holy Spirit. That's why living a life consecrated and set apart for God is so important. And it's not a rule of a book, a bunch of rules of do's and don'ts. It's not about you um, following the law. It's really just the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and giving the Holy Spirit control and, 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 and reign and rule and dominion over your desires and over your appetite to say, God, I want what you want. I desire what you desire. And ever since I've been asking God to change and shift my appetites, guess what? I have an appetite for Him. I have an appetite for things pertaining to God. I can have, you know, we can have fun in Him and be entertained by Him. And I'm not saying you can't do anything. I don't want people to mistake this for being a message about a whole bunch of do's and don'ts. I want you to understand that it's the empowerment of the Holy Ghost that will shift and change your desires to line up to what God wants for you and to how he wants you to live life with him. Okay. And so... I cut out the social media, I cut out the shows, I cut out, you know, I don't really, I don't listen to music, that's not, and and, and TikTok, I mean, I tried to get on TikTok, but so much music, it's the worldly music, it's the things that you're watching that have music tied to it that is not glorifying God, and those songs, you find out those songs are stuck in your head all day, and I don't need any, and and I don't want to, I don't want to be addicted to social media. I don't want to be addicted to those things because you get on one and you're just browsing before you know it to let time go by. And I don't want to waste time on those devices. Whereas times where these are times where you could be feeding your spirit man, you know, these are times where you can be actually taking the opportunity to, to get to know God better. And we don't have to always, I I, I just took it so far to make it a lifestyle fasting and praying. We want to do that. We want to incorporate fasting with our praying because we know how important it is. Some demons can only come out through fasting and praying. Okay. But what I do is now I live consecrated even when I'm not fasting. I, I, I want to, I live connected even when I'm not fasting because we can't, What happens when I need an answer today and I didn't fast today, but I need an answer today. I got to make sure that I have that connection with my heavenly father to where I can go to him no matter if I'm fasting or not. And I'm not downplaying fasting. Fasting is important. Incorporate it. But what I'm telling you is we want to make a lifestyle of healthy habits and intimacy with God and not just do it when we're fasting. We want to make this a lifestyle. A consistent thing, an everyday thing, and not just something that we do out of convenience or out of, you know, just when I'm doing a, a, um, a fast, right? And so that was something that has helped me as well tremendously. Cutting those things out, it just wasn't beneficial. And then some shows that I do watch, it's not necessarily I cut it out. I just cut the amount of time that I spend on it. And even for my son... You know, I just used to give them my iPad. You know, and be like, here, take your iPad. You know, but even that has had a. It's t- it, I see how giving your children all of these electronical devices and just letting them be on it for hours and hours and hours at a time, games, video games. None of those things are really benefiting them if you let them uh, you abuse them, That's abuse. I feel like if I give you this and I let you stay on it all day, and there's no order and structure that comes with it, there is no time, there's no um, time management that comes with it. Then guess what's going to happen to my son? He's going to end up being either addicted to the game or the electronics, or he's going to be in, it's going to uh, an influence. He's going to be influenced by it. And then that influence is going to be greater than my influence over him because that's what he's—that's where his time is going. The time is not going to listening to mommy. The time is not going to spending time with mommy and God. The time is not going to mommy training me up. The time is going to me allowing the electronics to train him up and influence him and have his time and eat away at his mind. And then, bam, we have behavior patterns that come from and personality traits that come from us allowing electronics and video games to raise our children. And that is why it's important, even for children, even for adults, as people who are saved, as people who are in intimacy with God, we have to make sure that we are not, we're not giving our time away to the devices that are destroying our minds and eating away eating away at our time the time that we can be using to that to um for purpose and value doing things of value and purpose right conversation you know conversation is another thing we just have to learn what conversations to just not have you know and even um you know even just learning how to learning when to you have to learn your spirit man. I feel like we spend so much time in the flesh. We just overlook what the spirit man needs, right? But I I I I know now when I'm deficient. I I just I just come to a place where I'm like, "Holy Spirit, don't even let me get to this place because if I'm if I'm with you every day, connected with you every day, I don't want to get deficient. But I know when my time is being wasted. It's like a check in my spirit. And it's just like, nope, I need you to come back here. And it's not a harsh condemning. He's not condemning me. It's just a daughter, you know, come away with me. Come come over here with me. Sit with me for a while. It's not that God don't want me doing nothing. <laughs> I've just come to a place where I just enjoy his time. I I enjoy spending time with him. I do. And I don't want to, I when you want to spend, when you enjoy somebody, you just want to spend time with them all the time. That's just where, we. that's just where I'm at. Okay. And so consecration doesn't really feel like consecration because I'm, I love what I'm, I love him. You know, I love what I'm, what I'm doing with him. So. Even though I'm telling you guys and giving you tip, tips on how to be live a consecrated life with the Lord. I, I really want to stretch this that consecration is so much fun when it's in intimacy with him. Consecration in religion is boring. It's hard. It's strenuous. It's tough. OK, but consecration in intimacy with God, because that comes from a place of love. I love him. So I want to spend time with him. I love him. So it's not, I don't, you know, it's not forced. It's not something that I just have to, um, prop and probe myself to do. It's just, it comes natural. Right. And so if you're looking at consecration and it's like, it's too hard, God, I don't know how to just give you my time. I don't know how to just, you know what I'm saying? intentionally put you first and you know I don't know how to do that ask for the Holy Spirit ask the Holy Spirit to realign your appetite and your desires to be for him and time spent with him because that is the only way you're going to be able to form healthy habits and a healthy lifestyle of him of intimacy with him that's the only way consecration is going to be fun is if it's done in intimacy outside of intimacy and in religion it's not going to work well And so that's all I got. (laughs) I hope this helps you guys. Amen.